eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. And we're back. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Matt. Let's continue talking about the dubs, Justin. So, there's something I've noticed, and I mean, I don't think it's just with the last two games, but it definitely happened in the last two games. And the Warriors, and definitely versus the kinds of teams it should be happening for. Chicago isn't that good this year. The Rockets are a young team. They have talent, but they're not a good team yet, right? And... The Warriors get out to these big leads. But like I said, it's happened in other games earlier this season. And they haven't been able to sustain them. And I know, I know the cliche. It's a game of runs, blah, 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 blah. But the Warriors of old used Mm. to get these leads. And I'm not saying they never blew leads. But we used to, like, beat a lot of teams. And, you know, by the third quarter, and it ended, Steph and the other starters sometimes would be sitting and I just – I haven't seen a game that we were able to put away before the fourth, really. Like, Steph has had to come back in. Um, and they let – you know, the moment Steph sort of comes back in, that's it. It's like a wrap, typically. Um, but, you know, he has to come back in. Like, they can't put the teams away despite getting these big leads. And I'm just not sure. Is that something to be concerned about? Uh, for sure. I think it's not only that they're, like – not ending games. I think it's it's one of those things where they're getting out to big leads, as you said, and they're giving up big runs. It's like that goes beyond, oh, it's a game of runs because teams shouldn't be going on 15 to two runs on you. Like that's not a run you should be giving up if you're one of those better teams. I think maybe, okay, a team outscores you in, in a seven, eight minute span by six points, but you've been up 20 the whole time. Like that's cool. But if they outscore you by, 10, 11, 12, 13 points in like a three-minute, four-minute span. That's just not how how you're supposed to be playing basketball. Um, it happened against, like you said, Chicago. Uh, they gave up a huge run, and they gave up that run with like their guys in. Like, And I think it's just, you know, 
taking the foot off the gas. This is where the kind of like the championship hangover stuff can be brought up. Like they're just not going to give it 110% focus at all points of the game. Um, Steph has turned the ball over a lot in the last four or five games. And a lot of it is just like, oh, that guy's not going to take, he's not going to pick this pass off. Like, you know, like just not being super focused, like just kind of like, yeah, we're, we're better than y'all. Like, and the other team is like, this is the game of our lives and we're going to play as hard as we possibly can. Right. So I think they just got to tighten up the, the focus a little bit. Some of it is still like second unit stuff. Um, I think today with, with clay out the rotation was kind of a little shaky. Um, and it's one of those things where the depth is so like, so low now that mm-hmm. if one of the starters out, it is a little bit different. Um, and Lamb had all his fouls, so he he had to sit and all type of stuff. So they played a lineup. I think it was Dre. I want to say Dre, three Dre, uh, Jordan, Kaminga, Moody, and I want to say the fifth might have been Lamb or might have been Dante. But playing all three of the kids, if you include Jordan as as a kid, at the same time, it's a little it's a little tough. And then Dante in there, he you know he he turns the ball over sometimes. He makes some decisions that's a little bit questionable. So you it was a just tweet weird about him, like saying like Dante with too much power or some or too much <laughs> something like that is like yeah nervous. I, yeah, I'm paraphrasing yeah. you, but it was something along those lines. What did you mean by that? Yeah, I meant that like if you put Dante in a lineup where he's like. He's just one of the guys, right? He's he's making the connective passes. He's uh he's just additional ball handling. He's a point of attack defender or like a group defender in there. Then it's fine, right? He he allows his that allows his strengths to shine through, be able to stretch the floor and just you know be a part of a good team. But if you are like Yo Dante, we need you to run the point for in the next two three minutes, he's going to start doing too much. Or it's like Dante. Uh, it was a point in the game where Dante was out there and Jordan and Steph were sitting. So it's essentially like Dante run the offense and he was taking like step backs and he was just like <laughs> doing too much, like turning it over. Um, so that's just, that's what I was talking about. He, like, he's a role player. He's not a guy that can run your offense. Like he's not Sean Livingston or anything like that. It can just set, settle everybody down. He's just a, a very good team offensive player, team defensive player. Like, Solid role player um, through and through. He'll make a couple plays here and there that are, you know, high quality plays, home run plays. But for the most part, he's a single hitter. And if you if you're asking him to make home run plays, it's going to be not great, I think. And I don't even be watching baseball like that, but I get it. I get the reference (laughs) that Justin is good at this, y'all. Like he should be a teacher of sports and stuff like that. He really (laughs) breaks down things so well. No, really, you do. It's one of the qualities that. that I really like about you and why I like working with you and why we're doing this podcast together. Because, you know, I don't be teaching nothing. I just be talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nobody, very few people talk shit better. So, if at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> if, if at all. <laughs> And laughing, and apparently, usually, you know what? I get a lot of compliments on my laugh, which I don't get, but I do. I get a lot of compliments, but I don't get why people like my laugh so much. But um, someone is not a fan of my laugh. Um, I think 
many of our listeners know. If not, I, I um, work on a show, Brother from Another, on Peacock TV. Um, and so some, uh, some, some listener, someone who watched the show doesn't like me or my laugh. Call my laugh a fake laugh. It's like, wow. Wow. Haters. Why is my laugh catching strays for no reason? So, um, but yeah, no, also I was like in the, the, the cafeteria or whatever at work and this, I was, I, I don't know why I was laughing, but you know, I laugh often and some woman just walked up to me. She's just like, oh my God, you have the best laugh. It is so infectious. It's like, oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you, lady. <laughs> right. Spread love. Spread, spread the love. So yeah, but back, back to basketball. So yeah, Justin's great. So thank you again for being my um, partner. Um, so in terms of, 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 you know, in terms of the trend, like them giving up these leads, like you said, some of it's championship hangover. Some of it was like the, you know, Clay being out tonight. But the cha- like, I'm never worried about the starters when they do it. I don't like when they do it, but I know that if they need to lock in, they can mm-hmm. lock in and do what they need to do. But what does the team have to do collectively? Is it just a matter of that or what, like, what needs to happen so that that trend doesn't continue? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, the easiest thing to do would be getting in some more, getting another player, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> just another another good player that you can rely on. Um, but internally, just, I think they settle a lot. They go for a lot. of. It's, they're the type of team where it's like the ceiling is extremely high because it's the plays that they make are unconventional and they go for a lot of home run plays and they hit a lot of them. Um, you know, Steph, Clay, Jordan, some of the shots that they take and make, that's part of what makes the Warriors special, but there are those, it's a high variance type of um, play style, right? For people who don't know what that means, it's like, it can go well, it can go bad. It's just, it's kind of unpredictable, but you know, there, there are moments where they're taking a lot of these shots that are just crazy shots that we have seen them hit a lot, but sometimes they don't go in. The other team gets a little bit momentum, you know, um, and momentum carries in basketball and all sports, right? It, guys that usually won't hit a shot or will, will hit that shot because they got the momentum going in the game. Um, so I think that's kind of what it is. Uh, but usually they have, I mean, the teams from the past have had a lot more um, veterans on the on the bench and just throughout the roster that would just settle the team down and okay, say, okay, we're not going to, go crazy with these shots right now, you know, for the most part of this dynasty, Dre, Clay and Steph have been the young guys, you know, have been the a part of the younger group on a team. And they've been surrounded by guys that have been in the league three, four, five years longer than them. Now they're the elder statesmen and they're trying to calm everybody else down. Um, so it's just, it's just a lot to navigate, but for the most part, like you said, the starters can lock in whenever they need to. They just kind of got to get the younger guys to be able to follow suit which that comes with experience and reps. I wish I would have just had you with me the other day when I was on, um, I was on the air with Dr. Jason Johnson. Do you know who that is? 
he's like a he's on like MSNBC a lot, like a political contributor, lots of things. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he tried to tell me momentum isn't real in sports. I said, what? Like hmm. you're crazy. We were going back and forth. We were talking about a bunch of stuff, but he's just like, you know, it's like when people say momentum in sports, that's not a real thing. So we had a little debate about that, but I disagreed strongly. But yeah. it definitely <laughs> is. I can't really explain it, but it definitely is. Uh <laughs> Absolutely is. I'm like, come on, come on. So, but um, so yeah. So the other, well, you know, another trend I like. Well, I didn't like the other one, so I just say another one I like. So let me talk about a trend I like, since that was one I didn't like. Um, mm-hmm. Draymond, Draymond, offensive player, glimpses <laughs> of uh, 2016 Dre. Like, who is this player we're watching over the last, not just the last couple of games? I mean, he's just been doing more on the court offensively. Yeah, that um, that damage control is just going it's coursing through his veins right now you know (laughs) and that contract that contract plus the damage control no i'm just kidding but um he just looks more confident more more comfortable in the shot you can tell that he was working on his game over the summer um he was in a lot of those rico hines i don't know i'm not sure if you heard of rico hines but he holds like nba Mm -hmm. pro runs over the summer and he was in draymond was in quite a few of those and he looked after one of those steph did i think one or two days of those um and yeah, he just looks like he just played a lot of basketball over the se- uh, over the summer. Didn't come into the season needing to get on that Peloton like the last few se- like a few seasons ago. We've he looked a little out of shape, but he came into the season in shape, ready to shoot. Um, so it's looking all right. He hit his first one, didn't make one after that, but uh, he passed MJ. So that that's a big accomplishment in anything. Pass MJ really. in what now? What pass him in what? He passed him in, in career three pointers made. <laughs> Draymond Green. So you're telling me they look into the record books. Draymond Green will have made more three pointers than Michael Jordan. Yep, I'm pretty sure in less time too. You know, I'm just kidding. Obviously, Michael. So what you're telling me but... is that Draymond is the goat. That's what you're telling me. Pretty much. I mean, he can guard one through five, and he's a better shooter than Michael Jordan. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Look, I'm about to derail our conversation. Um. So I was having a debate with someone because you just said guard one through five and it triggered something for me. So I was having a debate on the TL because um, someone was making the argument that Kevin Durant is the most portable player. And yet, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem to be relevant for purposes of like best player combos. So I was like, well, for one, even if you are the most portable player, that doesn't make you the best player. But also, he's not the most portable player, but a very portable player. <laughs> right. So that was my response. Uh, well, who else? I said, well, Steph. <laughs> but um, others chimed in. They were like Giannis um, hmm. and Jokic. Hmm. Mm. On, on Giannis, you disagree on that one? I disagree on Giannis and Jokic. I mean, I just think Steph is more portable. I don't really care about the others, but I just... You know what it is with Kevin, and I know people think I'm a Katie hater. What I feel like with Kevin has always been done. And I mean, it's a little similar like the other night. So you had a tweet where it's just like, when people are just like, he can get any shot he wants. And then you're like, that's the shot he gets. <laughs> or, you know, you get, mm. or it was he can shoot over anybody, whatever, something like that. I just feel right. like people talk about him theoretically in terms of what he can be, but not what yeah. he actually is or does, right? It's like, he can guard yeah. one through five. I said, really? Can he? 
You know, they're like, like you could plot him into be a center. I'm like, if he's going to be your five, that team is not doing much. Is he even going to make it through the season as a five? Like, what? I was like, listen, unless he can do all those things at like, to me, a good enough level that it's really impactful for the team, then I don't know that I really care that he's, you know, if I'm going to accept your premise that he's um, the most portable, then like, cause there's so many of those things that like, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's a great playmaker, you know, I don't like, he just, there's just, he doesn't do all those things well. So I don't know, or like that great. So I just don't think he's like this person, you know, people always talk about, Oh, like he can defend. And I'm like, he can, but he never does it consistently on a night to night basis for like long, like, you know, long enough for you to be like saying like, Oh, he's this great defender. I just, People just talk about him theoretically too much. And I feel like if he can do all these things you guys are telling me, most portable and can play one through five and guard one through five, his team wouldn't be getting swept. It would not be getting swept. <laughs> and the, his, the, the ceilings of his team would be higher on the Nets. I mean, he was with the Warriors. And I know that, like, you know, OKC won a lot of games, but I just – I don't think he's this player that he's 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 an amazing player. He's an all time great. So I don't want anyone to take away from what I'm saying. But I just think people theoretically tell me things about Katie that are not like what actually happens. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think, like you said, people talk about him theoretically, right? Like his you you project what you think he is based on like his what his skill set and what his physical attributes allow him to be able to do. But you don't see all of those things at all times um, at a super elite level at every single thing. You know, like it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of like you you think about it like, OK, you create a player on 2K, right? Everybody's going to make KD. That's always a sentence. Like if you create a player on 2K, you're going to make him seven foot, be able to shoot jumpers, have handles, be athletic, be able to guard multiple positions and stuff like that as well. So. Like when people think about basketball, they think about it as if it's 2K, like, oh, he's a creative player. So he got to be the best player. He can do everything. Like Shea said, he can do everything that Steph can do, but he's seven foot. It's just not the case, right? It just doesn't happen that way. Um, Big cap. Yeah. Yeah. It's just (laughs) (laughs) people fall in love with the height. And like you said, he's obviously a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all time. But I think people talk about him as if he's like, he's slightly, they, people, they talk about him slightly better than he actually is. And it's been the case for a while. Um, but like, like you said, he's an all time great. It's just, I had a tweet a while ago and I said, like, like if you think KD's the best player, sure. Like he's the best player in the league. If he has a table set for him to be that right. When you, when he doesn't have to worry about being the engine of the offense and setting everybody up and doing all type of stuff, then sure, his efficiency is going to go through the roof and he's going to average 35 points in the finals, right? When he doesn't have to worry about anchoring a defense because he has a guy like Draymond Green next to him, then sure, he's going to look like a cheat code defensively because he can be a help side uh, shot blocker and switch on the people and stuff like that. Um, so once you have an offensive and a defensive engine next to him, he's going to look even better than he than he is. But when you remove those things, you start to see some flaws in his game. And they're very little flaws, and they're minor because he's still top whatever player in the league and top whatever right. player of all time. But they are flaws that need to be acknowledged a little bit more when you talk about him next to 
peak LeBron and Steph and Giannis now and all this type of stuff. So I just think it gets overlooked a little bit too much for my liking, but it, it is what it is. I like KD. Um, so he's a great player, whatever. I don't hate Katie. I know people think that I don't hate anyone, but yeah, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Anyway, I derailed the combo, but that was still a fun combo. So why don't we break and come back and uh, we'll get into some more stuff. It's Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin. We'll be right back. <laughs> 